Welcome to Grace News, Devotions at the Piano with Marlene. Every Monday, I will share a brief devotional based on the scripture with a theme of reflection, song, and prayer. Let's go to God together. The title of today's devotional is, Is Age Just a Number? Our scripture references are Isaiah 46, 4 in the English Standard Version. Even to your old age, I am he, and to gray hairs, I will carry you. I have made and I will bear. I will carry and will save. And in Psalms 92, 14, it says, they will steal your fruit in old age. They shall be full of sap and green. People often say age is just a number. If I asked you how old you are, would you look at me with a side eye? The Bible talks about age in many different stages of life. The Bible said Sarah had a baby in her old age. Abraham's life spanned over 175 years in Genesis 25, 7. Methuselah was 969 years when he died, Genesis 5, 27. And in Deuteronomy 34, 7, it states, although Moses was 120 years when he died, his eye was not dim nor his vigor abated. Moses made it to 120 years old. Do you know his birth story? He was almost killed. He was, as an infant, he was adopted by royalty with his own mother secretly taking care of him in the king's palace. Yes, he made it to the ripe old age of 120. In America, Life expectancy has changed because people are living longer. At least they were living longer before the pandemic. We lost many senior citizens. People are living longer, but not as long as the people in the Bible days. Some of our pension plans in America have changed. A pension is a type of retirement plan that provides monthly income after you retire from your job. Those who have a pension plan, because everyone doesn't have one, receive monthly payments for the rest of their lives, no matter how long they live. But since people are living past 85 and well into their 90s and some into 100s, that is affecting the pension plans and the money in the till. So people are living longer, which means more money is coming out of the companies to pay these people. So many companies had to redesign their pension plans to accommodate the longer life of living for their employees. We often think older people have wisdom. Why? Well, they've been on the earth longer and have had many experiences with life. And we've hoped they've learned from those experiences and can pass on their knowledge to younger people. Job in the Old Testament talked about age. He said, 
in Job 32.7, I thought age should speak, and increased years should teach wisdom. Saints of God, wisdom belongs to the age, and understanding to the old, says Job 12.12, reminding us of the value of speaking with older adults. King Solomon in 1 Kings 12.6 sought the expertise of older men who helped him make important decisions about the kingdom of Israel. When Jesus began his ministry, he was about 30 years of age. And in 2 Kings 11.21, Joash was seven years old when he was crowned king. Seven years old. When I was seven, I accepted Christ as my personal savior in Vacation Bible School. Why am I talking about age today? Well, this past weekend, I celebrated my 65th birthday. Oops, I guess you thought I was a lot younger, huh? (laughs) But I am 65 years old. I am so blessed to have seen God work in my life these last 65 years. I've seen and experienced the hand of God in my life. And I give praise to God for this. Now, you know when you turn 65 in the United States, do you know what that means? Well, you're truly, truly, truly a senior citizen for sure. The government of the United States states that you are to go on Medicare when you turn 65 at least part A. There is a part A, B, C, and D. Check with the Social Security Department if you have any questions. Today's devotion is about, is age just a number? I just want to enlighten you about Medicare slightly. What young person even knows what Medicare is? Or do you even care about Medicare because you're so young? I didn't care about it until I was 64 and I started getting all these phone calls, but we'll talk about that another time. Family, let's celebrate birthdays. Don't go into debt to celebrate your birthday. Celebrate life. Celebrate God's goodness and his mercies. We are so blessed to see another year. I am so blessed to see another year. There's so many people who didn't make it to their next birthday. I didn't get all that I wanted for my birthday, but I have received from God what I have needed. It's amazing. I wrote a book entitled Life 101, Money Management and Adulting Made Simple. And in early chapters of the book, I speak of wants and needs. And I explain the difference. Even I had to reflect on my own words in the book this weekend. My needs have been met and I'm grateful. But the flesh wants what it wants. I wanted some other things too, but God gave me. And has given me what I needed. Once are those things that are not part of four basic needs that we need each day. Food, operating utilities in our homes, shelter, and transportation. The Bible talks about birthday parties. In Matthew 14, 6, it states, When Herod's birthday came, the daughter of Herodias danced before them and pleased Herod. In Genesis 40, 20, it says, thus it came about on the third day, which was Pharaoh's birthday, that he made a feast for all his servants. And he lifted up the head of the chief cupbearer and the head of the chief baker among his servants. 
Oops. Oh, no. <laughs> the Bible says to give thanks for everything. Psalms 118.24 says, This is the day which the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. So I am especially glad on this anniversary of my born day. I've had birthdays upon birthdays, and I bless God for this 65th birthday. I had a birthday party, but it was virtual with my family and friends all throughout United States and the Caribbean. So, are you happy that you are the age you are today? Some of you may want to be older than you are, and some of you may want to reclaim their youth. I'm just happy to have another birthday. My school students always knew how old I was and how much I weighed. Being transparent with both age and weight neutralized those numbers. They knew how much I weighed. They knew how old I was. I was always happy with my age, not always happy with my weight. And my students and friends always knew I was working on my weight. And I still am. Praise the Lord, I'm down. I won't see how many pounds, but I'm down a whole lot of pounds right now. Thank you, Jesus. So, is age just a number? No, it is not. Our age represents all the new mercies we have experienced each day throughout our lives. And all the blessings and faithfulness God has given each of us. Great is God's faithfulness to you and me. Let's give God praise for every day. Let's give him praise for every birthday that he allows us to have. I praise him for life. Rejoice and be glad. I am. My testimony is Lamentations 3, 23 to 24. It is of the Lord's mercies that we, can I say, I am not consumed because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, saith my soul. Therefore will I hope in him. Today's closing hymn is Great is Thy Faithfulness, written by Thomas Chisholm and music composed by William M. Runyon. Thomas Chisholm wrote this song to speak of God's faithfulness to him over his lifetime. Yes, that's my testimony too. Great is thy faithfulness. Thank you.
Let's go to God in prayer. Dear Lord, I am so grateful and so thankful to have another year of life on the books. Thank you, Jesus, for giving me another day, another year. I pray that you would bless me in this next year. I pray that I will do those things that you have me do and that you will be pleased with me. We pray for our listeners. We pray for them each and every day. We ask you to bless them and help them on their journey called life. Help them to be grateful. Help them to be happy. We pray for those persons who are not happy about seeing another birthday for many different reasons. Father God, I ask you to help them, Father God, in the name of Jesus. We pray for those that are sick and shuddered today that are listening. Oh, Father God, we ask you to heal their bodies, heal their minds, and heal their, heal their souls. Father God, we ask you to pray for all our children who are out for the summer. Please protect them um, with this coronavirus in their day camps and their daycares and um, at the playground. Father God, we ask you to protect them. Um, from dangers seen and unseen. Father God, we ask you to pray for our listeners as they go on vacation, as they just do what they do, um, that you will keep us all safe as we're still walking through this pandemic because it is not over. Father God, we just bless you and we give you honor and we give you glory. Father God, a lot is going on in our countries, not just the United States, all over the world. Father God, you know everything that's happening. You're omniscient. Please, Father God, we pray for the rulers 
that are ruling, Father God. We pray for the wicked ones. Father God, please speak to them, Father God. Help them to see their, their evil and, and, and terrible ways. And we ask you to keep us in your hand. We thank you, dear God. And people who don't know Christ, that they will come and ask, what must I do to become a child of God? We give you praise and we give you glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for joining me today on Grace Notes, Devotions at the Piano with Marlene. Make sure you visit my website, MarleneJenkinsCooper.com, where you can connect with me. I would love to hear from you. While you're at it, if you found value in this podcast, I'd appreciate it if you click on the button to subscribe or follow and give us a rating wherever you listen to your podcast. Or if you simply tell a friend about the podcast, that would help me out too. If you like this podcast, you may want to check out my book, Grace Notes, 5-Minute Inspirational Devotions for the Church Choir, Musicians, and Friends of Music. Be sure to tune in on Monday for new releases of our devotional episodes. God's grace is sufficient for each of us. Blessings.